You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, BeckQL Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Wednesday. Of course, presented to you by BetMGM. Coming up 20 minutes from now, Seamus McGee, BetMGM lead trader, joining us to talk some week one trends, what it means for week two as we get ready for the second week of the NFL season. It starts tomorrow night with the Chargers and the Chiefs. All right, let's uh, let's start our discussion on all these week two games with this in, in this segment here. we got some big numbers. I mean, there's five games out there right now that are sitting around nine and a half, ten. Some of those numbers seem last day or so to be jumping back and forth between nine and a half and ten. Which one interests you the most in terms of confidence level um, in either side, right? You Maybe just the game you like the most, the game maybe you look at and say, I, I feel good about that one, or there's some nerves there with the big dog maybe coming for an upset. We saw some upsets last week. And these are bigger numbers, Joe. I don't think we had a number this big last week where we are talking about big numbers now, but – there's five of them. If you ask me right now how many of those dogs cover, I mean, a couple, I would say at least, maybe more. So we're going to get some covers this week and maybe some sweats for people who are in Survivor. Uh, which one stands out to you the most? So the five big ones we have are uh, Atlanta, 10.5-point dogs right now up at MGM to the Rams. Seattle, San Francisco sitting at 9.5, uh, Niners favorite, obviously. Broncos, 10-point favorite of the Texans. Bears, 10-point dogs to Green Bay. And then the Bills and Titans, Bills 10-point favorite there. I think we're going to have six. There's Cincinnati's already eight at a lot of spots. So that with the overreaction, going to Cooper Rush, no Dak, I I think that is going to continue to jump. And by the time we get to Sunday, we might have another 10-point spread. So we have, right, even though, yeah, right now we have six games with higher point spreads than any game last week. So it should be easier for Survivor, but I think we learned our lesson last week. Nothing's <laughs> easy in Survivor world. So which big dog do I like? When Dallas joins that conversation, that's going to be real. I mean, we're that is a move where, I mean, look ahead, Dallas is favored, and now they're going to be an eight, nine, ten point underdog. Is Dak Prescott worth that much? There's no way he's worth that much. He wasn't even having a good game before the injury. So that's going to be part of the conversation. Elsewhere, Chicago. All right, Chicago 10-point underdog now. They get the win. You can't say it was impressive. It's in a monsoon. I'm more likely to throw it out. Rodgers coming off a bad game. Historically, you want to bet on Rodgers. Bears last four times against the Packers. Packers won by double digits. So 
it it's a bit of a guessing game on how this Packers offense is going to look. The Bears do not have right. a good defense. So get right spot. Sharp guys are betting on Packers. I understand it. Hard to make a case for the Bears. I'll make a case for the under. Hard to make a case for the Bears. Houston, man, this is such a look-ahead spot. Lovey coming back to Chicago next week. I mean, he's had this one circled all offseason. Now, maybe they're looking at it and saying, this is real. After watching my, what, Denver on Monday, we, we can go and beat that team. But let's remember, they were so bad in the red zone. I don't think they're going to go, go 0 for 4 again in that red zone. So I'm having a tough time making a case for Houston and Chicago. And Seattle scored zero points in the second half. Yeah, Geno Smith was making completions, but they weren't scoring points. They weren't getting uh, inside the 20 enough. So I don't I don't know. I can't make a case for Seattle. I can't make a case for Tennessee going against the best football team. And, and it's their home opener for the Bills, what they think is their Super Bowl s- season. The place is going to be rocking on Monday. I can't go there. I like Atlanta. I understand why we've had this move down from the look at 13 and a half down to now 10 and a half. Rams look terrible. Wonder how healthy Stafford is. Al Robinson was nowhere to be found. Fading the Rams, I don't have a problem. They have no home field. They're at home. Atlanta, it feels like people gave Atlanta credit. Even though they didn't win the game, they they blow a game at the end, 17-point lead. We've seen that before, 17 unanswered points on the Saints side. But but I think Atlanta can hang around. And this one being north of 10, uh, that's one that that I do like. I, w- I would be a little surprised if all of a sudden the Rams look like a completely different team and they just blow out the Falcons by a few scores. Rest feels like the biggest factor with these numbers before, Aaron, you give your yeah. play. I mean, Rams, Bills, right? Boat off the Thursday, extra rest. I mean, think about the extra rest for the Bills. They get a Monday night game. They have 12 days here. That's basically two weeks off, you know, to, to prepare for this game. That's a lot. And they're at home, the Rams and the Bills. And then Seattle's coming off a short week. So so the rest implications right away impact all these numbers here. Of all of them, the one that the line doesn't fit what I just saw on the field, and I know week one could fool you, is Texans at Broncos. I mean, it just doesn't fit. The Texans just played with the Colts for five quarters, and now they're going to play a Broncos team that did, couldn't get out of its own way on Monday night. Like, I, I get it. The Broncos are more talented. And the game's a mile high. And we've talked about that September bump at mile high. It's very, you know, it's been forever that they're better there. But that's the one I look at and say, I don't think those teams are 10 points separated right now. That one, that feels like a big number to me. Aaron, which one, which one interests you the most? Mute. Aaron, I can't hear you. Can't hear Aaron. Sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, so circling back to the Falcons, um, I think Marcus Mariota, he looked really good, and I want to keep an eye on can he be consistent, and maybe they could be scrappy underdogs this season and a lot better than people thought. So I like the Falcons as well. I mean, he put up some pretty good numbers, 215 yards passing, um, 72 yards rush- rushing and a rushing touchdown. So um, I think that's something to keep an eye on with uh, Mariota and the Falcons. I mean, it's true. I mean, they should have won that game. I mean, they, they should have won. Yeah. They were up 16 points yeah. and they should have won that game. I just wonder, is there a little letdown 
after last week. Like they have, were this close to beating a division rival, a, and they was, that's a real rivalry. Those teams don't like each other. Now they have to get back up and go on the road against a rested team. I like the Rams mm-hmm. this week, but the number, I, the Falcons might be a cover team. I mean, they're I was just thinking that. Exactly. If you're going to keep yep. giving me, if you're, you're not going to play the Rams every week, but if you're going to give me more than a touchdown or around that number every week with Atlanta, I could see, I could see jumping yep. on them. Mm-hmm. Or things improve offensively. Yep. Year, another year under Arthur Smith. Kyle Pitts takes a big leap. I could see it. There's something mm-hmm. about Mariota. I've always thought this, even when it was with the Titans. He's not good enough to win, but he doesn't play. He doesn't make many mistakes. He doesn't throw many interceptions, right? He, I, I don't. He's not the kind of quarterback you blow out. Like his legs raise the ceiling of your offense. He doesn't throw interceptions. I feel like you're always kind of in the game when he's your quarterback. But there's a ceiling there. But that might be a play. It might be a play on him to just cover a lot of games this season with big numbers. And, and they put up points against a great defense too. Yep. So. Yeah, that's a tough start. You start with the Saints defense. Week two, you, you here's Aaron Donald. You get the Rams defense on the road. That's that's not easy. But yeah, you put up 26 points. They put up 26 points. They're covering this game. But you know, close to 24. Oh, of course. Uh, you're feeling pretty comfortable. And then they, I wonder if they're staying out west because they uh, they go to Seattle in week three. Yeah, that's a good point. Atlanta. I feel like this uh, is an Atlanta over game. By the way, that's an over. What's the what's the number on that game? Forty seven and a half. The one thing is the Saints had six point eight yards per play. Can you see the Rams making some explosive plays? Cooper Cup, Allen. I feel like Allen Robinson could make some plays. Like I think the Atlanta offense will be fine. It's that defense I worry about with them. Okay, so I mean, this is part of the the conversation when you get to big spreads. Which one of these is a survivor play? What what your first instinct tell you? Which one is which big favorite do you feel comfortable with winning? I just can't see the Rams going 0-2 to start the season. Especially Ooh. and I know we just made the play that, that that the Falcons could cover the ten and a half. So I'm I'm saying this with the context of like the Rams might only win but win it by eight. But are they gonna go 0-2 under McVeigh, especially with the extra rest off to what happened in week one? I I don't think so. I, I, and the other games, look, we have division games, Seattle, San Francisco, division games, Chicago, Green Bay. Yeah. I made the case my favorite plus dog is the, is the Texans. So that kind of negates the Broncos pick. I, I'd go the Rams. That, that's my first instinct. Aaron. What are you thinking? I don't, I don't really have a strong opinion on the survivor on these big dogs yet. Not Trey Lance might be bad. That scares me. Yeah. He just might might yep. be bad or not ready. The I made my case for Atlanta covering, so I can't say Ram Survivor is my favorite of these big ones. Buffalo's gonna win. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of when do you want to use the Bills? Buffalo's gonna win. I'm not concerned about them going into Buffalo, the Titans, and winning that game. But it's I know it's a divisional matchup. It's one of my rules. I'm not saying it's an official play yet. Okay, you Joe G, you just asked, can you you envision a scenario where the Rams start 0 and 2? Let me ask you this. Can you envision the Bears being 2 and 0, beating the Niners and the yeah. Packers? No. No. I don't think so. 
Yeah, I like and the that, Packers. I mean, Rodgers is bad. I mean, he is the official owner of the Bears, right? It's a it's a good point. It's an important point. We have the official. He's owner all of over the Bears. ESPN. They keep showing his appearance on Pat McAfee's show. <laughs> he does own him. Christmas game though. Four. Green Bay. Uh, well, they're the, they're a Sunday Monday option. Yeah, of the they're Green Bay Miami playing that Denver. Green Bay, Miami, in Miami, Denver, Rams, Tampa Bay at Arizona could be an option, Chargers, Colts. Yeah, you, you don't like using those options that early if you're doing the circle one, but I'm probably not going to take Green Bay in Miami for Survivor, though. Yeah. Right? Probably. Not. Also, uh, Green Bay at home, I mean, I know it's a division game, and that's like something you factor in to stay away from when it comes to Survivor, but I mean... Green Bay at home, it's hard to see Aaron Rodgers and the Packers losing two in a row to start the season. You you know what happened last year? Keep this in mind for props. Oh, yeah. What happened last year? Remember week two, uh, after uh, just a complete dud against New Orleans, week two, they uh, they blow out lines, no surprise. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, four touchdowns, interceptions. In that game, it wasn't all Devontae Adams. He did not score one of those touchdowns. Aaron Jones scored four touchdowns, and they're already talking about him getting more involved. He's got to get more touches. He had four touchdowns in that game. I'm, I'm going to be all over Aaron Jones' props for this Bears-Packers game. Yeah, this feels like a week where we have some good coaches that are down, and do we trust them to jump back up? McVay, LaFleur, Shanahan. All big favorites. All, you know, 0-1. Do they bounce back? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want to go back a little bit. I definitely think the Bills win, but is this when you want to use the Bills? Vrabel that's scares what, the hell out of me. He does. So I don't know. Yeah. Plus the Bills, I don't think I'd use the Bills. Last week they were great, but we talked about this before the season. The Bills had clunkers last year. Are they clunker free this year or are they just smooth sailing to 14 wins? I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, they, they obviously are talking and thinking like they're going to be smooth sailing, but. They they're a team that's had weird clunkers, especially last. Got season. one more, got one more Packers note for you from Andrew Siciliano. Under Matt Lafleur, following a regular season loss, the Packers are nine and zero, with an average margin of victory of fourteen. Yeah, I'd say you win thirteen games in three straight years, and they keep beating the Bears by double digits. And so, so, so I mean, I think Packers laying nine and a half, ten is in the conversation. I think Falcons. Ten and a half is in the conversation. Also, there's a big difference that Packers defense facing Cousins, Kevin O'Connell, and Justin Jefferson, and Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, and who's calling the plays? They, they, for the ex-Packer guy, what's his name? What's his the Getsy? Luke Getsy. 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 Big difference. Um, yeah, and you know what the story was for about three quarters of that game? The Bears' offense is terrible. They stink. And then all of a sudden you get a broken play and everything looks different. Without that broken play, feels through for 56 yards. Listen, man, Equinomia St. Brown Stop. revenge game, okay? Stop. That's all that matters here. Who is dope, by the way? By the way. He's the worst. Uh, he's the lesser of the two St. Brown brothers. He, he's the bad brother. Who, <laughs> who was on the – was it Moose that was on the call? He called him uh, St. Yeah, John at some, some point. He's like, what do you call him? Saint I didn't have John? the volume on St. John, He's, I swear to God, yeah. The the player or the dad? 
No, he Home called. He's like, oh, it was before. It was right before the touchdown. He was like, oh, and there was St. John out there. Uh, Got to bring that one in or <laughs> something like that. I do love that now you get the pictures of the dad anytime any of the uh, of the brothers do something in a game. Now people start tweeting out the, the pictures. I think he was on the He's Adam awesome. Schefter's podcast. He was on Schefter's podcast. <laughs> it's famous. Probably a great guest. Games. No, he is. The guy. The guy's awesome. He's yeah. on Hard Knocks. I mean, he made a name for himself. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks, Rebecca Well Daily on the other side. Seamus McGee, Bet MGM lead trader. He'll join us, talk about line movement week two across the NFL next on the Becky Well Network.